Thank you for listening to Elk Grove News Podcast. We are doing a remote interview from Dreaming Dog Brewery in Elk Grove, California, in the Stone Lake Landing Shopping Center. And we are joined by the proprietor or co-proprietor of Dreaming Dog Brewery, Mr. David Brown. David, thank you for spending some time with us today. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to speak with you. David, uh, for those in Elk Grove who are not familiar with your business, can you give them a brief interview of what you do and where you are? We are located at 2501 West Terran Court, which is right off of Elk Grove Boulevard and Interstate 5. We have been in, in this location for almost three years now. Uh, we actually have been in business open and operating for about a year and a half. We started the business as a retirement project for myself more than anything else, but there was a lot more to it than that specifically. We spent a lot of time investigating what it would take to run a business like this. This business was actually in planning for about five years before we actually got to the point of opening the business and we started negotiating on this property in December of 2015 so here we are in March of the end of March 2019 so this is a multi-year process that you and your wife Liz have been engaged in that's absolutely true you know we spent uh, a lot of time designing what we were going to do here and researching not only not only what it would be to be a part of the craft brew beer industry, but also what it would take to run a business like this and the requirements for all the regulatory issues and everything else that gets involved with the most heavily regulated industry in the United States, which is anything to do with alcohol. And in the interest of uh, full disclosure, uh, David's has a, a bottle of water and I am enjoying a really spectacular bo- a glass pint of their American Chesapeake Bay Retriever Pale Ale. It's very good. Thank you, David. Oh, thank you. David, uh, oh, yeah, we also have an American Stratford Double IPA for our production assistant here. So There you go. In any case, David, how did you settle on this location? Well, My wife and I live on this side of Elk Grove, so we're on the far west side of Elk Grove. In fact, this location is probably about as far west in Elk Grove as you can get. But my wife and I have lived on this side of town for 25 years, and when we decided that we wanted to set up this business, we made the choice that we wanted to be on the west side of town, and we wanted to be in retail space, not warehouse space. We wanted to have something we wanted to have something a little bit different than what most of the breweries do, which is you know warehouses and picnic tables mostly. Not that that's a bad thing, and there's a significant cost saving in running a business in that type of an environment. but we're not twenty five or thirty years old. we're a little bit older. we want something a little more comfortable. We had a very specific vision about how we wanted to operate this business, including the ability to have live music. And like last night, we had a comedy show. We have karaoke on Friday nights. We wanted to be able to 
bring together a, a space where people would feel comfortable regardless of single women, families, whatever, and give them a place where they could come and sit and be comfortable and enjoy the people and the beer. Well, I do have to say, aside from the beer being really excellent, and I I don't want to make it stretch like I'm a beer connoisseur, but the beer is really good, and I, I know a good beer when I taste one, so your beer is really good. But it is, it is a really friendly place that you've established here in uh, the Stone Lake Landing Shopping Center, so congratulations to you and Liz on that. Thank you. Yeah, we had a, you know, my my wife actually did a lot of the design work for the tasting room. You know, um, you know, you can see, most people won't be able to see this, but you can see the wall over here where the bar is. Right. And from that wall this way is the place where she put her fingerprints all over this place. You know, as far as color and layout, design, all those kinds of things were her vision. My vision is on the other side of the wall where all the production work happens. And that's where all of the brewing equipment and everything else is involved. And you are the brewer, is that correct? I am the brewer, yes. Okay, because a lot of the breweries, they'll, they'll have different, the ownership will be different than the brewers. So that makes this a little bit more unique than some of the other ones uh, our listeners might be familiar with. Well, and we wanted to be part of being in front of the business as well we don't want to just have you know a, a bunch of other people representing the business to the community we want to be involved with the community in this and let them know what we're doing and why we're doing it one of the one of our founding business tenants was that we wanted to be able to find ways of giving back to the community We've done multiple fundraising events around here for different types of activities. Um, the multiple fires that we've had in the in, in the state over the last three three years or so, we've done fundraisers for pet food and other such things for the XP Foundation, which is Xeroderma pigmentosum. I get that right because my friend has uh, has a child with this disease, and basically they're allergic to the sun, of all Whoa. things. And we did a fundraiser for that foundation. And, and uh, let, let me interrupt you. You, yeah. you. you also have a beer on your menu, and your, your brewery is very good. One of my favorite mass market, I guess you could say, mini breweries is Sierra Nevada. Yes. So when I saw this, let's just talk just briefly about the Resilience Butte County IPA. Yeah, that was um, when the Paradise Fires happened, or the Camp Fire as it's known. Ken Grossman, who is the owner of Sierra Nevada Brewing, reached out to the brewing community and asked them to brew this particular beer. So it's a collaboration brew. Each brewery did their own version of this. However, Sierra did send out a recipe. And one of our goals in doing this was to try and be as exacting as we possibly could to the recipe that they provided, even to the point where I pulled out of mothballs my big hop back that I have, which was one of the things that they requested as part of this recipe. So we were very diligent about trying to follow it as closely as we possibly could. It was important to us. And then 100% of the funds raised for selling that particular beer are being donated directly to the Campfire Relief Fund. 
Well, after this interview is over, I think I will uh, test one of those. <laughs> Sounds really good. David, our listeners are probably familiar with um, the current situation you find yourself in. You're in the Stone Lake Landing Shopping Center. And if you if you feel free to, you know, if you don't want to talk about that, it's okay. I understand. But how are your feelings about the situation with California North State University? Where Where is it in the process? Um, what, what, what Would you like to share your thoughts on it? Well, we were somewhat stunned when they made their announcement back in December. We had no clue that this was coming. And it, it set us back for a little bit of time. We had multiple things that happened right around that time period that got us thrown off our schedule a little bit but essentially now what we know is this the phase one projection for this project is slated to begin sometime after the beginning of this next calendar year so sometime in early 2020 they want to start tearing down this facility and our building sits right where the lobby for the new hospital will be we are one of the first buildings that they will want to tear down. I actually have had a long, uh, long discussion with my attorney recently, and we are requesting that we start moving forward with resolving this issue as quickly as we can, that we have asked to start negotiating a buyout for our business as soon as possible. We would like to have it completed and completely done by the end of this calendar year. It's cleaner for us financially to be able to do that. We do not want to just sit around and be functionally torn apart as a business until the university finally decides that they're going to do something. We want to take care of ourselves, our family, you know, and all the people that have worked with us on this project to make sure that everybody is managed and made whole out of this. Um, I have a few investors that are all part of uh, part of our family, and uh, they have put significant capital into this as well as we have. And we want to make sure that we get the right deal done so that everybody is made whole out of this. I know that there's a lot of interest in the local Stone Lake community to oppose this and I feel bad for them in this because I don't know what's going to happen long term. It's going to significantly impact this community without a doubt. Uh, in fact, one thing that I know will be a horrendous part of this project is the university is proposing to build a five-story dormitory on the south end of this property. And in doing so, that building will back right up to all the houses that are built along Ruddy Duck Way. And I would be furious if I had one of those homes and all of a sudden had a five-story building staring down into my backyard. But for us, we have to take care of our business. We have to take care of settling out with this as best we can. And... We have 13 more years remaining on our lease. They will need to buy us out of that. They will need to buy us out of our revenue run over that period, as well as construction costs, employee costs, and some other things. So financially, we'll be okay. There's also 
We've also started an initial conversation that may allow us to actually sell the brewery to someone. They are interested in potentially taking the brewery and setting it up in another location. For us to do that would be difficult. And difficult mostly because I'm not 20 years younger than I am right now. I just turned 68 a couple of days ago. And it would take us three or four years to get back to where we are today, which at that point in time, I'm just looking at maybe starting to break even again. And I'm not ready to be 72 and be in that position. So we're looking more towards the potential of maybe selling the brewery and going under contract for a couple of years to assist with getting it up and going again at another location. They would have all of our, all of my recipes. They would end up with the name and everything, and we would do everything we can to try and make them successful in starting up. But then we can actually walk away from it and be able to have the rest of our lives together as well. David, I have to say I'm saddened to hear that on a certain level, but also on the flip side of it, it sounds like there'll be a somewhat equitable resolution for you in in the grand scheme of things that is the hope uh, we we've spent a tremendous amount of money to be able to make this happen we have over a million dollars invested in this business today as well as a lot of blood sweat and tears that went into getting this thing up and running and our goal at this point in time is to be able to come out of this so that we have an opportunity for my wife and I to have some time together and relax a little bit. I know that, like I say, if, we, if I end up working with this these folks to be able to bring the brewery up at another location, we've got another year or two commitment to be able to make that happen. But then we can get past the seven-day-a-week, 12- to 14-hour-a-day schedule that we're working now. Well, in the meantime, until that particular time comes how can aside from your address here which you gave earlier if you could give listeners your address and maybe your uh, i think you're on twitter and instagram we are what are your various handles in your web address um well so our primary touch is through social media through facebook and you they can find us just by searching for dreaming dog brewery and we also have the same Dreaming Dog Brewery Instagram and uh, Twitter handles as well. So it's very simple from that perspective. And then again, the address is 2501 West Terran Court. Uh, some places, some of the older navigation systems actually still have it as 2501 Riparian Drive. The the street name got changed a few years back, and not everybody got updated. So <laughs> they didn't get the memo, huh? Yeah, they didn't get the memo on it. But um, and and just just to be able to touch on one thing real quick, one of the things that we wanted to do from the very beginning is we are not an IPA house. We try very hard to be able to provide a range of styles in our beers to be able to give people an opportunity to find the beer style that they like. It's not about what the brewer likes. Right. I noticed you have, as an example, uh, a, a stout titled Irish Wolfhound Extra Stout. You have a Black Lab Porter, English Black Lab Porter. 
And let's see, and then you have a couple of pale ales, a double IPA, uh, and then you have a heavy, the Scottish Deerhound Wee Heavy Scotch Ale, which sounds a little deadly, actually. Actually, 8.9% alcohol. Content. It is a little bit high. You have to be you have to be careful because that particular beer is very easy to drink. It's it you don't really taste the high alcohol content in that. And it's very easy to have more than one of those and then stand up and realize that maybe one would have been enough. David, thank you for, the, for your time. And uh, to paraphrase the uh, old saying from the 70s, for those of us who were around there when we used to say, keep on trucking, uh, keep on brewing, David. Thank you very much. I appreciate it.